I V M. Hello and welcome to Simplified. And this time we are coming to you from the metaverse. Tony, your avatar looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, much, much better than my real world personality. So I'm definitely all for metaverse. All for metaverse, right? So uh, that, that's that's exactly the thing. So all these people on Twitter, they're like, oh, no, metaverse is bad and we should not be spending so much time in the virtual world. And I'm just reminding to myself as a geeky, like, like 16-year-old engineering college student, like, all this sounds great. Please, where do I sign up? Take my data. It's completely okay. Yeah, so, also the key there is uh, people are complaining on the internet about... About... <laughs> and uh, needless to say, that is meta in a very different sort of way. First off, Tony, I have to say that... Uh, so firstly, for our listeners, so we have made the mistake of just barging right into the topic without even considering that there are people who might be listening to us. Uh, welcome to Simplified. This is a show where we try to, well, uh, uh, simplify things around us using uh, a little bit of Wikipedia research and a lot of bad jokes. There are usually four of us over here, but uh, it's just two of us uh, for this particular episode. I am Chuck and and I'm Tony. Yes, and well done. You, dear listener, are welcome to join us. <laughs> we keep a rotating cast of uh, we. Uh, it's like that. It's like a board with a. Uh, uh, it's like a company's board with a seat that is open for employees, so that way any of our listeners can come and join on the panel at any point like of board time. Board games and all that. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Anyway, uh, so we are going to discuss in this particular episode Facebook's rebranding to Meta and. Uh, Facebook's ambitions for something called the metaverse, what that means, uh, what that's trying to distract from, because it seems like Facebook is sneakily trying to make us forget some of the things that it's been doing, and also what the larger implications of this could be for technology and, dare I say, humanity itself. But before that, uh, before we get into all that, we usually start off with some segments um, that are beloved to simplified listeners. So, Tony, a couple of weeks back, no, I was in Panchgani. It's a lovely little uh, hill station close to Pune. And I just went there for a bit of a break. And uh, after the thing, I just put out a nice tweet with a few pictures of the place and me uh, uh, make a, a picture of me making notes and everything. And I said, oh, what a nice place this was. Uh, it really needed the break and uh, uh, and all that. And there were about 10 replies to this, most of which were like, hey, that looks really nice. Or, hey, where can I do this? And one person replied, what about your shitty podcast? <laughs> so, yeah. So now... <laughs> which one? Yeah, yeah. So there, this is a problem. Okay, so this is a problem. <laughs> there, were, there, were, there was a part of me that, were, that wanted to say... Uh, which one of the three might you be referring to? But then I realized that might just be opening the doors for even more vitriol. So I just left it at that. Um, so I, I was like, uh, okay, so there are people who are uh, who are pissed off with the show enough to write in like that. But what I also got during the same amount of time, I'm not kidding you, it's not the universe is trying to balance itself out. I got five profundities that week from <laughs> listeners of Simplified. So for all of you people, please keep sending them in. Those profundities are the only things that keep us sane. I once went to an open mic uh, uh, show, which was hosted by Puneet Panya. 
and uh, it was like a typical open mic there were six comedians and there were three people in the audience like your typical open mic show in bombay yeah. and when puneet was addressing the crowd he looked at the three people and said please laugh because you're the only people standing between these guys and a rope tonight <laughs> and i feel that i have the same thing about simplified listeners so please keep sending us your profundities because then i mean that's the only way that we know that this is actually a show where people actually listen and not an excuse for the four of us to get together i'd like to read out one of those profundities this was sent in by karanasaurus on instagram thank you so much for this karan this is fantastic this has nothing to do with the topic that we're going to discuss but this is great <laughs> why do the bride and groom go around the fire seven times in marriage rituals answer given by a maths teacher each circle consists of 360 degrees only number from 1 to 9 which cannot divide 360 is 7 so the bride and groom go around the fire seven times ensuring that nothing can divide their relationship wow. and then you have the word maths with the folded hand emoji twice on both sides <laughs> this is the profundity this is the kind of stuff that our fans send us and you know when new york times reporters and all put their email ids out there and say uh, send us tips and send us anonymous quotes and things like that this yeah. is what we expect from our listeners we don't so, we don't need uh, anything else we, we should start like a profundities of simplified handle like depths of wikipedia wow profundities of simplified that's actually a great idea <laughs> that is actually an astonishingly good idea so if anyone over here would uh, since it's very clear that we are not launching our uh, what microwave repair service uh, from polynesia <laughs> Uh, if anyone would like to see this handle <laughs> profundities of uh, i would not be surprised if somebody actually creates it remember one of our listeners actually went and made that page for shriket the secret life of shriket okay so thank you karan for sending that in and for everyone else yes please keep sending us the best of your whatsapp forwards from your family whatsapp group so tony let's get to the topic today Uh, on yeah. thursday which was 28th of october facebook announced its intention to become a metaverse company and rebranded itself meta uh, and i quote zuckerberg i've been thinking a lot about her identity over time i hope we are seen as a metaverse company i don't think this is an entirely bad thing because anything that moves fa- uh, the reputation of facebook away from what it's known for right now oh, wait, is- wait, wait. you you didn't do the stop quote thing This is why I thought oh, this is still stop quoting. Yeah, yeah, this Zuckerberg is still yeah, Zuckerberg is still talking. What is the yeah. moment of reality? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows what is real and what is inside quotes anymore? <laughs> anyway, metaverse company stop quote. So Tony, I don't think this is a bad thing because anything that distracts from what Facebook is actually, I think any sort of rebranding right now will work. Like they can rebrand themselves as a company that tortures kids by actively asking them to do deforestation by recreationally burning coal in the face of endangered animals while making them listening to episodes of simplified on the side and that would be an improvement over what they are right now so <laughs> to be meta, fair we we did cover the metaverse yeah they yeah. did uh, you know put in their ambitions early on and i mean apart from the cynicism right i i don't uh, i think it's a like very very bold move for someone like facebook to say listen i mean this is not just the thing that we're going to be doing there is something beyond it then i i don't think it will be any less uh, intrusive or you know damaging to the next generation as facebook has been but at least they are open about it so they yeah 
and i totally agree with that and let's face it over the next uh, half an hour or so we are completely going to bash facebook so let's just get this out of the way <laughs> i actually think this is one of the boldest moves by a technology company or at least one of the most ambitious moves by the technology company uh, by a technology company dare i say since apple dropped the iphone in 2007 they dropped it i mean you know what i mean <laughs> okay the yeah, kids yeah, call absolutely. it that way the kids yeah, but, uh, this is actually yeah very very far i mean in some senses visionary right that yeah. they are willing to back up everything that they've been doing and tying it all together with a very very ambitious plan and they are also up front with saying that it won't be built by one company yeah basically saying that you know go on build your own parts and we'll acquire you along the way ah share all the capital but yeah it's uh, i think it's very very bold but let's get into it So yeah so yeah so i mean uh, uh, we're just discussing what really is out there and what our thoughts about this could be so let's see what else could uh, uh, so uh, just to quote new york times who reported this i mean so did everybody else the, the move punctuates how mark zuckerberg the chief executive plans to refocus his silicon valley company on what he sees as a next digital frontier which is the unification of disparate digital worlds into something called the metaverse at the same time renaming facebook might help distance the company from the social networking controversies it's facing including how it's used to spread hate speech and misinformation a noble goal but uh, we will leave we will not focus on that uh, at least for now uh, so what does this mean so one way of thinking about it is i think a lot of people are like confused about what a in between version of the metaverse could be so i say forget that and just close your eyes and think about what the fully realized version of a metaverse could be like i am thinking we are plugged into some sort of a chair like this like matrix like you're plugged with something into your head and then you are sitting and you're very conscious about activities that you're doing but you are for all practical purposes living inside uh, another uh another world you are operating in virtual reality we are doing this recording we will be sitting maybe uh maybe limp on our respective chairs but our avatars will be meeting at the virtual ivm studio uh which we can customize and i will uh, you know i might see a different studio than you will uh and unfortunately for our producer we are still the same brains and the same people but <laughs> apart from that um i we think that's what is yeah we could look cooler yeah and yeah sound cooler i guess and so, so. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah so the embodied internet i think that's an interesting phase that zuckerberg used somewhere uh this is basically the embodied internet where you are now your i mean i think it's kind of self explanatory your avatar goes to office hangs out with friends virtually attends concerts and while the physical you is probably on a comfortable recliner or something so yeah that's yeah. i guess yeah I, i mean another definition that i liked i know you didn't particularly take to it was something i saw yesterday uh, by this person called shan vp on twitter who basically said you know Hot don't think of the metaverse yeah. yeah don't think of the metaverse as a space but think of it as you know uh, time based right so if humans in the past used to spend 100% of their time in the real world when tvs came in and we started mindlessly watching it it was probably like 85% in the real world and 15% in the tv then the computer came and probably a third of your time was spent on the computer and now we are in our phones more than 50% of the time yeah which means your sort of virtual existence 
in some senses matters more than your real world existence yeah. because that's where you're spending more of your time yeah and you know take this to its logical conclusion where about 90% of your time is spent in the virtual world and therefore everything that happens in the virtual world matters more to you than what happens in the real world in terms yeah. of how you appear what you show off etc cetera, etc cetera. and therefore i thought that's a you know much uh, simpler version of the metaverse to understand because otherwise there are too many moving parts so basically if you're going to spend a lot of your time virtually then what are the possible things that can move around it and what are the new economies that can spring up yeah. what are the challenges that can come no i completely by, by the way i completely agree with all that shan said and yeah. i think this is a brilliant way of looking at it and i love that percentage part that he mentioned as well and i think it's very obvious that we are getting there uh, i just thought he packaged it with a whole bunch of fluff <laughs> saying that it's a moment in time and yeah. things like that Bas- i mean that you can say about pretty much anything right simplified is a yeah. moment in time as as a past uh, advertiser you, <laughs> you can cover it yeah no but but i uh, but i completely agree we are uh, doing more things virtually it and but i think more than the doing more things virtually it's a signaling part of things right which is uh, we are uh, in some sense our the digital goods that we have to show off have become kind of more important in yeah. some in some ways uh, we are seeing this right now of course with the whole nft craze that's happening which we will talk about a little later but i think more than that um, like look at how we are living leading our lives i know for example some uh, a photographer once told me that he is desperate to accumulate instagram followers not necessarily for engagement or you know for they'll buy his uh, prints or something but because potential gallery owners look at instagram uh, uh, this, uh, numbers as a sign of popularity so he doesn't matter if it's bots and things like that uh, yeah. he just wants a number to show similarly uh, people don't look ask for cvs anymore uh, yeah. now it's all about how you look on linkedin the type of things that you say on uh, uh, twitter etc and from there yes it's very easy to draw a very logical conclusion to what the metaverse could be yeah yeah hopefully not for cvs uh, <laughs> and linkedin profundities but yeah i mean definitely for even like when you're cast in small roles in films or whatever you need to have a certain instagram following because otherwise you're not uh, really adding value right so yeah. in some senses that's already sort of been uh, monetized in some senses yeah it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting future that we are headed towards um did you, you ever uh, did you ever put your uh, twitter follower count on your cv <laughs> twitter follower count on my oh gosh okay so here's the thing okay so uh, so here so here's the thing i would do that if the things i spoke about on twitter were relevant to whatever was applying for the point is i can say <laughs> hey what i have uh, what classic mistake you made <laughs> yeah, no but here, here's the thing if i'm applying for say a role in marketing or something and if i put hey i have what 12k followers on twitter or whatever it is people say oh he must be some marketing influencer they go there they see, what they are most likely to see bo- bad jokes rock music recommendations and me dissing on advertising so it's probably uh, my in my best interest to uh draw attention away from uh, draw attention away from that anyway there are lots of areas uh, there are lots of like like you uh, tony rightly said this is not something that uh, uh was sprung on us out of the blue <laughs> out of the blue see what i did there <laughs> uh but it's something that facebook has been hinting at for a while arguably starting with the acquisition of uh, oculus a few years uh, few years ago there are some more details on this 
but let us take a meta break right now tony i think let us yeah, uh, get our meta listeners to uh, check out some meta advertisers and then we will be back with meta part 2 i have no idea what any of that meant <laughs> but hey that's the metaverse see you guys on the other side of this break welcome back to part 2 of our look at the metaverse so yeah, uh, before before we go further can we discuss the logo the logo yes please is is that a rubber band or is it meant to be a mobius strip i saw it i didn't read up about it so so i hate that my mind has gone over here but casey newton who used to write for the virgin now runs a great newsletter called uh, the platformer uh, he had one look at the logo and said guess what everybody from every high school student from a menlo park uh, high school is going to be doing with, uh, with a marker to this logo <laughs> and i will now leave it to the listeners imagination uh, where uh, just a couple of addition of dots could this make that logo a little more colorful the the silicon valley what is the name gavin gavin Uh, Do you remember Gavin? Gavin, uh, Gavin of Hooli. In fact, somebody yeah. actually did tweet out yesterday that spo- uh, a few day- on Wednesday that spoiler alert: Facebook is going to be renaming as Hooli. Hooli. <laughs> that would have been insane. That would have been incredible. Uh, yeah, the logo actually, I quite, I kind of like it to be honest. I'm not. I, I, I think there's a lot. I think logos in general get a lot of flack just because there's something new and different. But I actually kind of like the logo. It's simple. It's easily drawable. Uh, I as a uh, as a brand marketer. i think that is something that can very easily be uh, extended to various physical and digital products and i also think it will look very cool in the metaverse just imagine tony uh, uh, just imagine just like how you have these i love mumbai i love lokandwala in your case i love wadala all those kind of things just imagine in the metaverse there will be i love that metaverse thing and oh, yeah. that that'll be pretty cool right it's pretty cool Yeah. yeah yeah so uh it's a free idea for you zaki okay so uh, uh mark uh, zuckerberg has laid out several areas where the metaverse would be ac- applicable including video gaming fitness and work lots of questions there by itself but we'll address those so here are a few things that's already happening so i think there are some six or seven points over here one is horizon home Facebook is making the home screen on its Oculus Quest. Oculus, by the way, is for those who don't know, is a virtual reality headset that uh, Facebook acquired a few years ago, and are and widely known to be the best, uh, uh, the best virtual reality headset out there, competing with HTC Vive and um, and of course those cheap cardboard things that you can get from Amazon for five hundred rupees. By the way, did you know Oculus is almost a unicorn by itself, just by itself? Wow. its its revenue was uh close to 800 million dollars for uh, for facebook wow. um and that's just from device sales yeah that's just from device sales apparently i'm guessing device plus software i'm not quite sure of what the split was but uh that is again just a drop in the ocean for facebook whose other whose other 33 point whatever billion dollars came from advertising so uh that being said oculus the that division the hardware division is growing at almost 200% those of you who have observed the early days of uh, amazon web services might want to keep an eye out on this particular thing it's, it's almost uh, big enough now for byju's to acquire <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> uh, the question is is byju's big enough for facebook to acquire okay that that pause was just us 
thinking of how dystopian this future yeah. could get. <laughs> I mean, I mean, education is probably also a frontier for. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, not, uh, not, uh, not to, uh, not to mention. Uh, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, and uh, education becomes the the proverbial lipstick on the pig, right? Uh, it's the nice thing for a company that's so mired in scandal, right? Now to say, look, we are at least, uh, uh, we are at least educating young minds and all that. The same guys who incite genocide, they will also be teaching you that a plus b whole square is a square plus two ab plus. Sorry, I think I forgot. I think I need to take a Baiju's course myself. But let's go back to what Facebook is doing right now. So there is something called Horizon Home, which is Facebook is making the home screen of Oculus Quest more social, allowing friends to gather, watching videos together and dive into games and apps. That seems kind of logical. So yeah. creating sort of like a news feed within Oculus itself. Then there is Messenger calling in virtual reality that will start soon. Then they will be bringing more two-dimensional apps to virtual reality. This includes things like Slack and Dropbox. I'm not quite sure what a, a <laughs> virtual reality Slack would be, but that's yet another dystopian future. And and okay, Slack I can still imagine people might want to huddle around office and watch, but Dropbox, like <laughs> what virtual reality can you do in Dropbox? Do you really want to see like a um, I don't know a gamify or a, a three-dimensional version of your file coming in, I suppose. Or, I mean, I guess you're just like collaborating on things. Together. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what's uh, uh, what's going to end up happening. Facebook actually, so uh, to, uh, the have you ever used any of those uh, those uh, augmented reality filters on Instagram? Those, uh, uh, those effects, they're called effects. The kids call them effects. Yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. not intentionally. I would not say. intentionally, exactly. That's, that's how you know you're over 30, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. Over the, yeah, okay. So the thing is, those things are actually reasonably simple to create. So Facebook has, if you go to the Facebook development site, there is something called Spark. It's an AR studio where it's actually fairly easy to make these things. They have some presets and even without coding knowledge, it's actually fairly easy to make something. You no, know, those those stickers that stick onto your head and keep yeah. rotating various lines of text. I'm sure, okay. there's a technical term for it, but I know what it is. <laughs> and other things like it, like identify the face and you can do this, identify a background and then you can do this. So a little bit of basic uh, non-coding programming and you can actually make it happen. I mean, but even just imagine like something like GeoGuessr. Yeah, that would be amazing. A virtual GeoGuessr. I am also- GeoGuessr for those of you who don't. Highly addictive game. <laughs> yeah, basically you're dropped in a random location based on Google Street View photos. You're supposed to scroll. Yes, and yeah, out. and and it's 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 actually the techno. Actually, I've seen various versions of that game before, but where GeoGuessr does it right is the packaging. Right, it's like uh, you have two minutes, or you can. There's a battle royale where you are pitted against random people from around the world. Uh, there are themes like uh, uh, by McDonald's restaurants, by cricket stadiums, uh, by roads, by concert venues. So it's kind of nice, actually, or he, uh, like Harry Potter. So it's kind of nice. Uh, so I can, yeah, I can fully imagine something like that uh, getting uh, a shot in the arm uh, uh, in the sort of metaverse. Okay, what else? There's the Horizon Marketplace. Uh, on the augmented reality front, Facebook is adding hand and body tracking with Spark AR tools, exactly what I said right now, uh, as well as Polar, which is a new app that allows people to create augmented reality filters without needing to code. To spur usage of its new tools and features, Facebook is creating a $150 million fund 
which seems impressive uh, but also seems extremely low given uh, <laughs> you know the numbers that we are used to i blame it all on byju's and uh, <laughs> quarterly earnings like if facebook's made revenues of 33 billion you feel that they should be spending a little more than 150 yeah. million but uh, they know better if, if zack drops 150 million dollars should he like bend down to pick it up <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh and then lastly there is something called project cambria during the event facebook reviewed a new high end head consumer headset that it says will be released next year along with a high end price tag higher ender than the oculus that's interesting the headset <laughs> that's a, will it's a really uh, uh, you know difficult name that they've chosen cambria no, it's a it's a project it's a project right so they will probably no, change it just, it just reminded me of cambridge analytica cambridge oh, <laughs> oh yeah it's like a maybe it's sort of like a middle finger to them like cambridge yeah. analytica like you tried but uh, we are still going strong and making uh, more revenues than ever before so cambridge analytica just put it together and that's now cambridge dated right? reference like cambridge analytica was so far back in facebook's list of scandals that we <laughs> yeah i know right and it actually wasn't all that long back uh, in some ways the bp oil spill feels more recent than cambridge analytica anyway so which improves color optics and all that this list was taken from a article that axios did on all the things that facebook is doing so this is going to take time right it's a it's not something that's going to uh manifest immediately it's like a 20 30 year horizon is going to take a yeah. lot of uh, hardware to get there yeah but and see that is really where facebook is is actually super good at right is mm. not in the legality not in the space where oh yeah that that they've not really cared about right. all that much yeah, yeah. but but building things uh, in a manner that will revolutionize that industry right like yeah. before facebook social networks existed digital advertising existed but and for all that we say that you know zuckerberg stole code from the winkle y or whatever <laughs> none of them could have built it into the kind yeah. of uh, machine that zuckerberg has done or the yeah. facebook team has done and that's where they are really really good right it's it's about taking things that already exist but putting them together and building it into a manner that you can't get out of it you can't escape it so oh I, yeah absolutely it's going to be much sooner than 30 years yeah. given how how big they're betting on it but also how you know they've come up front and said that this is going to define <laughs> us and yeah analysis. yeah absolutely and uh, and uh, to add to your point uh, absolutely the biggest tech companies today weren't the first in their space right google wasn't the first search engine uh, and uh, apple did i mean the uh, the ipod was far from the first mp3 player and even the iphone was far from the first uh, uh, maybe i think only amazon was the first in its space in <laughs> the in the sense in terms of what it uh, what it did but the yeah, point absolutely uh, taken um the, uh, okay so i uh, so just on this point about hardware and all that right so i'm going to quote a reply that zuckerberg gave in an interview with ben thompson who writes this fantastic newsletter called strategy and Tony, I want you to see if you can spot the part over here where things escalate a little bit. Okay, okay. So this is the answer, and the question was basically around hardware. What all do you think you'll need to physically physically build to uh, get this thing out? And Zuckerberg says, and I can spot the part. You can see where this escalates. We are trying to help build a bunch of the fundamental technology and platforms that will go towards enabling this. This being the metaverse, there's a bunch on the hardware side. There's the VR goggles, there's the AR glasses, the input EMG systems, 
Excuse me. <laughs> so EMG stands for electromyography. And when I Googled up what it actually was, I was desperately hoping that this was not it. But yes, it is those little circular patches that doctors will put on wow. to use to see whether, you know, when when they're on the treadmill to see what your heart rate is and things like that. So I love how he's gone through VR goggles, <laughs> AR goggles, and EMG systems. So <laughs> this I'm guessing would be for the yeah, uh, so, uh, for the arm movements and uh, everything. To do. I hope it's just that. I hope it sticks to just the arm because if it goes into the brain, uh, we have already done a fairly freakish episode on Elon Musk's plans of getting all our brains wired up to the internet. So I have a feeling Neuralink and Meta are going to have a bit of a future together because a lot of it seems to be aimed towards the same things. So that being said, uh, there are a few things that are happening right now. Uh, Facebook's parent company, that is Meta, has been reportedly working on a smartwatch with a camera. Well, I guess that's one thing. Uh, A majority of their new hires are for virtual reality. This is something that's been happening for a while. So it's not like this has been sprung on us uh, completely out of the blue. In fact, just recently, they announced plans to hire 10,000 people specifically working on the Metaverse in the European Union. Uh, nice way to curry favor with that. <laughs> or, <laughs> nicely done. And now, and um, this is when you know the company is really serious about this shit. They have changed their stock ticker. Tony, do you know this? <laughs> yeah. They have changed from FB to MVRS, which stands for Metaverse. So uh, that is a little bit. <laughs> So, so let's take another break right now and uh, let's oh, come back and MVR stuff. <laughs> buy some MVR stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I mean, see, let's face it. You can either keep sitting and complaining about stuff like this or, uh, or you can profit of it. Or you can profit of it. I, I, and I don't think there is any. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, the Twitter and the metaverse is there for signaling, but let's face it, we all need to eat. And this seems to be a fairly decent way to put food on the table, the, the virtual or otherwise. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back and I have, uh, there are several questions to still answer about the metaverse and let us try to find some answers uh, uh, on the other side of the break. And welcome back to our discussion on the metaverse. Uh, previously, we spoke about uh, uh, Facebook's plans to or rather, Meta's plans to build a metaverse, uh, the things that they are doing, the things that they're planning from the virtual reality goggles to all sorts of medical devices that they want us to wear on us, wear on ourselves. So um, there are several questions that this leaves. As with most big such announcements, especially from controversial companies, it ends up leaving more questions than answers. Uh, the first thing, and this is going to be very important from a technology point of view, is interoperability. Uh, which is um, the ability for, dif- I'm guessing different parts of the so-called metaverse is going to be built out by different tech companies, some of which probably don't even exist right now, some of which will be built out by existing companies um, and you know things that they are doing. For example, Microsoft has something called Teams. Teams has a feature where it's not a very great feature right now, but uh, it's uh, you know your avatars are in a boardroom or a classroom or something like that. It's very easy to imagine what the metaverse version of that could be. So it's more likely the metaverse is going to be sort of like what the internet is today, where in the sense that nobody owns it, it's actually sort of like a concept. And then you have different companies that are building 
on top of that. Facebook might build the social part of that. Microsoft might build something else. And, you know, uh, 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 EA Sports might build the gaming part of it. Who knows what uh, could end up happening. On that note, it might be interesting to see uh, in the metaverse, the esports will be the actual Olympics. And, the you know, uh, and there in that Olympics, they'll be saying, oh, should we make actual football a sport? <laughs> and e- so anyway, so interoperability is one thing. And so here's where I'm slightly, here's where Facebook is sending out slightly mixed uh, mixed signals. Uh, during that call uh, or during the announcement where in uh, on Facebook Connect, where they spoke about the metaverse and basically launched it, um, Facebook said no one company, they tried to be very egalitarian. They said no one company will build the metaverse. But they very, but in other parts of the speech, they took jibes at Google and Apple. So that's... Uh, like that would be like me saying simplified is hosted by the four of us, but I just want to make it clear that Narain is an old codger <laughs> who just uses the show as an excuse to show off his knowledge of yes minister quotes. And Tony is frequently known to reduce the quality of the show by needlessly bringing an actual fact and reason to the discussion. <laughs> so it feels like something like that to me. It pro- if you're going to get onto a project together, it's probably a nice idea to you know uh, have everyone on board and not exactly take digs at their business model. Yeah. So interoperability. In in the current scenario, the front runners are you know Meta or Facebook and Microsoft, right? Yeah. They have uh, already a consortium going called the XR consortium yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in it's in everyone's interest right now to make sure the metaverse comes into being, and then probably like the competition heats up once it's. Oh, so this is this a problem for us to worry about in 2035 yeah, or something like that. All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Look forward to the antitrust hearings That'd at that awesome. point of time. When you actually have like metaverse physical battles between two CEOs to see uh, who, who yeah. stakes claim over the land. There's a lot of such <laughs> fantasies that we can see uh, <laughs> playing out. That's amazing. That's, uh, yeah, that's very interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the second, so one is interoperability, obviously going to be very important. It, and otherwise and by have, that you mean hmm. if I have a specific avatar in, you know, the Facebook's part of Metaverse that can also apply in, let's say, Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have to create it twice. You don't have to create it twice. And I think it goes beyond avatars. I think it will also have to do with currencies. It will also have to do with uh, ownership of items. Like if I buy something in the Facebook Metaverse, uh, I should be able to do use that in the Google's part of the metaverse and that's that's the other thing right we are i think we are thinking that facebook is going to build a vr version of facebook uh which is going to be like it's going to be like i think we are thinking of it like different kind of video games like my player in fortnite will not be equal to my player on animal crossing or fifa or something like that i don't think the metaverse is headed that way uh i i, I it's somewhere between that and what the internet will grow up to be so in, uh, uh, if if that sort of makes sense, you probably have the same avatar with the same... I think there are going to be a lot of standards over this. Like this is what an avatar is and that's going to be uh, operating everywhere. At the same time, it's also then easy to imagine that there's going to be a dark web version of this, <laughs> right? Uh, where you have a darker version of the internet, where you have a, a dark avatar or something of that sort. And what if people want to remain anonymous? So... Yeah, there are lots of uh, questions on that. But yeah, interoperability essentially means that. I think the easiest way of picturing this is that you don't need to create different avatars or different yeah. profiles on various platforms. Yeah, so if the... 
I mean, if the room where I'm sitting is sort of like the metaverse, mm. I can have an Xbox from Microsoft. I can have a laptop from Lenovo. I can yeah. have, I don't know, phone from Android. And I can, I'm the same person using all of them at the same time. Yeah. And the room is basically the metaverse. Is the metaverse, yeah. There are so many possible analogies to draw, isn't, <laughs> isn't there? Okay. The second question, and this is a, uh, this is a, particularly relevant one for this day and age is who governs this entire thing? Is Facebook going to set the rules? Is it going to be sort of like the wild, wild web? Uh, uh, is it going to be like the web right now where, okay, nobody owns the rules, but depending on which site or which part of the metaverse you're in, you are uh, you are subject to certain rules. And what happens to governments? Like if I am, my physical body is in India, and I am breaking a rule of the United States where I happen to be in the metaverse. Uh, I mean, who governs Who governs that? Like, uh, uh, you know, uh, so if I am, for example, having a blast, then it depends on, you know, in, if I'm having a blast in the Canadian version of the metaverse, which seems completely fine, uh, but am I still subject to rules? So, I'm, so that that's where things get a little dodgy. And what happens when jurisdiction? We know that jurisdiction and uh, regulation eventually catches up, right? What was once a wild free internet is now uh, at the is being uh, uh, controlled by governments and uh, regulators around the world. So what's so what would the metaverse equivalent of that be? Is something that's a little unclear as of now. And yeah, but I mean. I think the analogy would be similar to the internet that the metaverse is decentralized and no one mm. really has. Con- there will be standards. I think there was one which was IEEE, which was called the virtual world standard for systems mm. or something. So, I mean, there will be some practically, you know, in in uh, by position, a governing body, but everything will, will become decentralized, right? And, mm. and the key idea with interoperability is that while companies are building things, these shouldn't be silos that uh, you can't access. So yeah, uh, it's it's a, I mean, at least to me, it's very complicated. Yeah, it is complicated. And one thing's for sure, certain, uh, VPNs are not going away anytime soon. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> VPN for, uh, uh, for the metaverse looks like it's going to be a thing. All right, third question then that I have is... Uh, how exactly is Facebook's, what is Facebook's business model behind this? Like it's all well and good to say that, oh, yeah, we are building this metaverse and all that. So so to me, there are several things. Right? The most obvious answer seems to be that they're just going to extrapolate what they're doing right now on our news feeds to the metaverse. You're going to see targeted advertising basis, your, uh, basis, your interest and all that, probably through virtual billboards or whatever the case may be, on the homepage uh, where you have different experiences that you can have, you may have some promoted experiences by brands and things like that. So I guess that is the most natural way of going about this. And other way of thinking about this, that the whole metaverse is just an excuse to build to for them to sell more Oculus devices. <laughs> so they're act, so hardware is their actual game. And I know this sounds sound very weird, but the metaverse is actually just content marketing for Oculus. It's an excuse for them to uh, it's an excuse for them to buy uh, uh, the Oculus devices itself, like uh, like PlayStation and video games in some sense. Uh, that yeah, could be one but, thing. I mean, again, uh, just going back to another thing Facebook is really good at is uh, waiting for the time to monetize things. Right? So yeah. They didn't have like a proper ad model yeah. when they started out. But 
eventually they built it right so i think it's too early to say what that thing will look like but one t- new thing that will definitely come up is the creator economy yeah. within the metaverse so if you yeah. want to hang out in the metaverse then people need to create cool things yeah. which means there's a scope for creators to do it for them to be paid by uh, you know people who are using it and yeah. facebook to take a cut so yeah absolutely and that's something actually i want to discuss a little later because that whole part about what the the creator economy meets the metaverse is very interesting and finally and this is something that's relevant for right now is how different is this going to be for facebook reputationally so as much as zuckerberg wants to insist that this has nothing to do with all the shit that's happening otherwise uh how different is this going to be is this just going to is it going to distract everyone or are people still going to say hey this is at the end of the day still run by zuckerberg the guy who is responsible for everything it's just because the name has changed nothing's going to happen uh, like some people have uh, drawn uh, comparisons with the time philip morris the makers of the the world leaders in secrets renamed themselves to the altria group in <laughs> 2001 uh, i don't short think... for alternate reality oh <laughs> wow and you can't spell altria without ai yeah. from two different ways <laughs> so i it's not going to make too much of a change for facebook i guess but yeah i mean see again the the basic point is for for as opposed to popular media or like the media that gets mm. imported from the us for facebook and i would imagine for zuckerberg it is very clear that they are in complete denial of the bad effects of facebook right so they do not take ownership of that yeah the analogy in some sense is because you mentioned you know they teach a plus b the whole square is that the same person who teaches you a plus b the whole square in school can also be a fundamentalist fanatic who is you know harassing someone in the local neighborhood and you will never get to know about it right so is it the fault of that person or is it the fault of you know facebook for enabling them right so mm. very clearly they have divorced it to say that the problems are not you know exclusively caused by facebook in fact we are doing the noble thing of you know putting uh, restrictions in place etc so it's a different reality that they live in so the reputation does not matter as long as people continue to use facebook or meta or their services right and very clearly whether it's advertisers or consumers uh, we are all using uh, meta products whether it's whatsapp instagram or, mm. or not enough of us are not using it <laughs> it's interesting like i am imagine like one thing that you said uh, uh, just painted a picture in my head i'm imagining like zuckerberg in front of a bunch of reporters or uh, congressional uh in the us congress or something and all of them are like say like look at all the shit that you've been doing it's almost like you people are living in an alternate reality and zuckerberg is like huh that sounds interesting i and uh, two days later and two days later the metaverse was so it's not like uh, just to be clear it's not like facebook is in financial trouble at all even yeah. with the recent um controversies uh, on monday uh, 3 days before the uh, 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 before the met before meta was announced uh, facebook said that revenue rose 35% to 29 billion in the first 3 months uh, ending in september compared with the same time last year 
profits rose 17% to 9.2 billion uh, a sign of the social network's financial strength uh etc despite all the controversies and uh, advertising revenue rose 33% to 28.3 billion so 28.3 billion of the 29 billion and the rest comes from uh other revenue which is mostly facebook's uh, the oculus hardware so that's comes to around 734 million but that rose by 195% so keep an eye out for that particular <laughs> thing and uh, and that's the like fundamental problem right since narain's not here i'll do the ranting yeah yeah Be- basically is that for all of this posturing and everything that we write about uh, morality ethics that this and the other ultimately the same papers and journalists equate success to monetary yeah. wealth right so structurally capitalism is the problem not mm. not facebook so if you are on in one article sort of saying that facebook is uh, you know killing or inciting genocide and causing so much distress in the world you can't in the next column then say they're making you know shit tons of money why don't you invest in it right yeah. so there's there's a structural fundamental problem which is not a facebook's making yeah <laughs> so it's a conflict that i'm sure many people have like many advertisers will not be very fond of facebook as a company and what they're doing but the fact of the matter is it's the most efficient medium to do a lot of advertising in 2020 uh, in 2021 whether they like it or not and yeah. business needs to keep going and if they decide to take a moral high ground and say no we are not going to use facebook then unfortunately they will be put out of business because their competitors are going to use it so yeah. not quite sure how this is going to end uh, yeah. but ideally we all need more bill watersons but we can't see him anymore <laughs> so like see a role model when we can't see him yeah so so to sum up right i mean there are some things facebook's really good at and uh, which excites me is actually building uh, new things and bringing uh, possibilities to the world the bad obviously is that they're terrible at uh, regulation and handling their own beast so let's see what uh, the metaverse uh, i on that uh, before we end that actually uh, makes me sort of hopeful like even cynics like you and me that we will actually hold zuckerberg in a positive light in about 10 years time i know it seems <laughs> extremely far fetched but i'm sure there were a lot of people who in 2000 wouldn't would have looked at bill gates and said there is no way this guy is going to enter the new millennium as a hero uh so let's see we never know maybe this is the price that the world had to pay for the utopia that is actually going to be the uh, uh, be the metaverse Ooh. so uh, i, I think yeah. our ad slots are open yeah <laughs> uh so on that note and also thank you for not making a reference to uh, getting meta i got congratulated <laughs> by about 10 people asking me whether i'm going to be rich now now that uh, uh now <laughs> anyway So uh, since Narendra is not here, Tony, I will leave it to you to sign off. Yeah. So stay safe, stay Bill Watterson, and and next week we are going to continue this sort of discussion. But we are going to talk about what the future might look like, what the potential, the future uh, of the future, the future of the future could be. That's so great. see you guys then. Bye. Bye.